Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Today we are joined by Ashley Lugston. Ashley and her family is an unschooling family of five, RVing the United States full-time since October 2016. Ashley is is a relationship coach who works with families to shift from chaos and reaction mode to living a life with intention, not waiting for one day and celebrating how the uniqueness in each of us strengthens all of us. With her blogs, courses, and business and family coaching and weekly podcasts with her Nathan, with Nathan, her husband, as her co-host, she shares about their travels and gives practical personality-focused insights into how to create that family atmosphere you love to come home to and the life that you all thrive in. Absolutely love it. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. We're happy to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Ashley, you have had a very busy and fulfilling and passionate life from so far from what it sounds like, from what you've been telling us. Um, I would love to hear more about how you ended up to where you are today. Oh, yes. So um, that, of course, can be a somewhat long journey. So I'm going to con- consolidate it into the quick bullet point version. Um, so you guys, I actually know the Woodrums because of my father. My father is Dan Miller, author of 48 Days to the Work You Love. And um, I have been, as his daughter, I have lived my whole life as an entrepreneur and have lived in an entrepreneurial family. So it was completely natural for me to look beyond the box of what I thought, you know, of what the traditional, uh, traditional model would be and see some other ways uh, that we could live and we could work. I was homeschooled. I did homeschool, public school, private school group classes. I did the whole shebang growing up. So I experienced a variety of schooling as well as um, with all of his different business ventures. Um, So when we got to a point in our lives with my husband and me, where uh, we kind of, we had our first house, we had three kids, we had a six figure income, we had everything going where we kind of were looking at what our next step was. We pulled back and started to really reevaluate, you know, is it really just to get a bigger house or is there something else we want? And I pulled out uh, Danielle Laporte's book, The Firestarter Sessions. And I read that with Nathan and really got kind of a big aha epiphany moment because she talks about not just what are your goals, but what are the feelings behind those goals? That kind of started spiraling us into this intentional family lifestyle that we have now. Where when we looked at that, we started to look at what did we want to do? Well, we wanted to travel. What's the feeling behind travel? It's that feeling of awe and of being kind of when you see something new for the first time and you're stopped and you're so much in that present moment and really experiencing and learning 
And we wanted to have that for our family. So we started to look at how we can implement that starting that day. And that became a lot of my mama says namaste blog musings as I first started out that then crafted into my coaching and then into the podcast and everything else. And so kind of as we were experiencing creating the intentional family in our home, I was sharing it in my business as well. And, um, and so we just kind of started looking at it and recognized it will always remain one day until you put a date on it. So we started to look at those big one day goals, get intentional about, you know, making those steps toward it and putting a date on it. And our first trip was a month in Costa Rica. And as soon as we came back from there, we immediately started planning RV in the States full time. And uh, about nine months after our uh, Costa Rica trip, we, we launched to RV full time. I uh, chose to do that because of having a pet and this was an easy way to travel with having a dog. And uh, we started that in, yeah, in October of 2016. So it's been a little over three years now that we have been RVing full time and absolutely loving this lifestyle. I love that you're in being intentional about it. That's the word mm-hmm. that I really picked out of what you were saying. Like you've got to figure mm-hmm. out what exactly you're wanting out of life. Um, and if you're not being intentional, it doesn't happen. <laughs> right. And that happens, that happens. Unfortunately, we, we can, especially if we're building a business and we have that business hat on, we will take the time to create that business mission statement or that vision for the business. But how often do we actually step back and do that for our families? Mm-hmm. When you get married, do you have that conversation with your partner of what does it mean to be a wife, to be a husband, to be a part of this team with you? And then when you have children, what kind of parent do I want to be? What do I want our family to look like? Especially with kids being little curveballs, you know, they, we, can, we can spend our whole lives just reacting to what they throw our way. <laughs> without having any intention around it. So yeah, like having those conversations in your home and really addressing what type of life you want it to be as opposed to what it is due to reaction is a whole different ball game and can really shift the whole dynamic in your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how have you been able, have you been able to figure out that work life, family, business balance. Have you been able to figure that out? And if so, what, what does it look like? <laughs> oh man, a constantly moving target, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, yes and no. And I'll say that because first off, you know, balance is, uh, is a hard word because really the reality of it is um, you're not looking to have equal time in every aspect of your life. Um, there, there's, you know, if you look at all the different areas of your life and you have your, you know, your physical health, your emotional health, your finances, your social, your spiritual, your, um, your career, your, uh, uh, family, all of these different areas of your life, if you, you don't have enough of you to compartmentalize and have every single one separate in the devoted amount of time. So there's always a balance and an ebb and a flow. And a lot of the way that you can make work-life balance work for you is very dependent on your unique personality style, which is a big area I focus on. Mm -hmm. For me, I am a very big picture person, very much about the big vision. Um, If you know DISC personality styles, I'm a high DI. 
So um, I'm very much about the end result. I like accomplishments. Workaholism is a natural trait for me, something that if anything, I have to pull, you know, I have to pull back from, but that actually is a motivator for me. So recognizing all of that about myself and the type of lifestyle that we have, for me, the way that I have been able to do it is when I work, I stay super focused on work and I have two days out of the week that are my days that we know we're going to camp where we've got a great self signal for solid internet. We, uh, and the Monday and Tuesday, I kind of have as my workaholic days. Those are the days that I work as much as possible. I get all of my um, video conferencing, anything that requires solid internet. I do all of that and I cram as much as I can for as long as I can on Monday and Tuesday. And in doing that, then it gives me a little bit more grace for the rest of the week for flexibility, for potential not so solid internet, but epic views um, <laughs> where we can go out and we're, we're hanging with, I'm hanging with family. I also am able to do some, some things where I may be working and even including my kids, which that of course goes into the unschooling aspect of it and having them join me in it. So, um, so my way to be able to make it work is having a hard line and clear boundaries around specific work zone times, and then having a little bit of flexibility and fluidity with some of the other aspects of it. So um, it changes based on your personality style though. What I do for another, another personality could completely bog them down. Two full days could completely drain them where they're unmotivated to do anything for the rest of the week. And they're, you know, they're fried for their family and everything else. And so for, for them, it may be something that's a, a very consistent schedule. So from, you know, from 5.30 to 9.30 every morning is your devoted work time that you do before you get rolling with the family. Or in, in the evening, if you're a night owl, or in the middle of the day during nap time, and there's specific times. But I think the biggest key in order to successfully navigate the family work is being very clear on the boundaries around it and knowing that in an entrepreneurial home where work is always there and there's no glass ceiling as to how far you can go with it, it's really important to draw a clear line and say, hey, this is just family time. Let's just be together as a family. Let's not go to one more email. And also on the same thing, helping our kids learn and respect, hey, this lifestyle affords us being home, but just because I'm here doesn't mean I am your 100% entertainment all the time. This is, this is work time. And so, you know, my kids know if I've got the computer up and daddy's in the kitchen, don't walk past daddy standing there doing nothing to come in and ask me a question. <laughs> So, you know, they have to learn and they learn the boundaries and then they can respect that knowing and having trust that I also am going to shut the computer down and give them my undivided attention. Mm -hmm. Wow, I absolutely love that. I love the going out of your way and making sure that you're intentional and making sure that you're intentional will allow you to, uh, making sure that your intention will allow you to hammer down and get more stuff done. But not only that, it will allow you to be more productive with your family, with your husband, with your children. And so you've got three awesome children. You've got an awesome husband. I've had him on my summit before, just an all around great guy to talk to. So what are some ways that you are just as intentional about your family as you are about your business? Oh man. I mean, the biggie is the fact that 
they know Monday and Tuesday, they don't get a lot of me. And so I make sure to really focus in on them getting, getting more of me on the other days. And, um, and so on those days, you know, I push myself, even though work is always there and I still can always go back to work. And if we're sitting at home and there's not really anything going on, I'm working. And so, you know, it's not that I'm saying I only work on Mondays and Tuesdays. I do work the rest of the week, but I prioritize them. So when I've got, you know, when Juliet comes up to me and says she wants to go for a run in the middle of the day, I have the ability to be able to say, hey, you know what? I've wrapped up my urgent things. It's a Thursday afternoon. It's a beautiful day. Let's go run. Um, today, I'm taking off, actually rearranging my schedule today because we're going to do a glass bottom boat tour. My father-in-law is here visiting and we are dropping everything this afternoon to go do a boat tour with him. So um, having those specific times that are blocked off, um, sometimes I can get bad about even, you know, being on my phone, I'm going to get the last and the Instagram posts scheduled out and things like that. And so I'm on my phone. And so doing a walk where I don't bring my phone and I don't bring anything. So I'm fully present is really great. Any technology around mealtimes and Nathan is an incredible incredible chef. My husband makes amazing meals. And so that's another thing, you know, when he says it's time to eat other with the exception of Monday and Tuesday, sometimes I really, really stay focused with work, but with the exception of those, um, you know, I'm stopping what I'm doing and we all eat together and we have that time. So it's, it's really a part of, yeah, making it a priority of this is, I'm, I'm not focused on work. I'm setting work aside and um, only focused on stuff that has to do with interacting with my family. Man, I absolutely love that. What I'm hearing you say is that your family is a well-oiled machine. It's something that's up, it's functioning, and one piece doesn't happen without the mm -hmm. other. You and your husband are on very much on the same page. Mm -hmm. Watching the kids while you're working. When he's working, you're watching the kids. The kids understand. What are some ways that parents, you know, busy working parents and stuff like that, what are some ways that we can all make sure that our family is on the same page and it works like that well-oiled machine? Mm -hmm. Number one is flat out communication. So often you're not a well-oiled machine because you haven't communicated what you need and what you can do for the family. Just sitting down and having a conversation and saying, what do I need to feel supported? You know, as parents, having had that conversation with your partner and saying, what do I need to feel supported in this relationship? Well, man, I really need, you know, I need to know that, uh, you're just as focused at bedtime so we can get the crew together. Or I need, I really could use some help with the grocery shopping. It's overwhelming or the, the washing the dishes afterward or whatever. And you start talking about it. And I mean, and we, I've done this with coaching clients where it's, it even goes so far as lay out every task, lay out all the tasks and the to do's, you know, paying the bills, scouring the kitchen, scouring the bathroom, doing the floors, doing the laundry and laying out all of the chores and the errands and the regular to do's that happen. And then go through the punch list and say, all right, who's doing this? Who's doing this and assigning roles. So with Nathan and I, we did that and we reevaluate. We do that consistently where we check in and, and we kind of know there are specific things that 
one does or the other does. You know, it's kind of a given in our house that the techie things are going to be on my plate and that if we want like the most amazing feast that we're going to defer to daddy. <laughs> so we kind of, we've kind of made that agreement. And that right there is a perfect example of why this is important for every family to do this because me, my traditional mindset when we got married was that the kitchen is my turf and I'm going to be Susie Homemaker and I'm going to make all of the meals and I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. And here we are in a world that is completely different from that. I am the, pri I'm the sole breadwinner and, I, and my husband is the main chef. And so that completely flipped and it had to go from us really talking about, wait, what really fits us? What fits our personality and um, our relationship and will work for our family, not just what's the standard protocol. So we really had that discussion, talked about that, assigned roles, and then even, uh, and then on top of that, communicating our schedule on a regular basis. So every every night, every morning, having a time where you set aside, where you say, okay, this is my schedule. You know, this is what's going on tomorrow. So can you handle this, this, and this, and I'll handle this, this, and this. And, you know, assigning roles, defer, delegating, and, and everything on a daily and weekly basis as well. Especially in the entrepreneurship world and um, mm -hmm. homeschooling or unschooling, your, your days can be very unstructured, which can allow for things to slip through the cracks. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. If you don't have enough structure, I mean, there's, there's definitely a pro and a con. Yeah. Because you have that ability to not make a schedule, but then that can, that can cause even more frazzledness because there isn't any. So um, I kind of, I advocate for a balance between the two. Don't schedule every single second of your day, but look for anchors. Look for those key anchors that help your family as consistent and tried and trues. And when I'm working with coaching clients, we're really looking at understanding their unique personality style. And are they a person that really is going to need and be motivated by a challenge or is it by consistency and a routine? And really looking at, again, that individual personality and then the overall makeup of that unique family to determine what's going to be the best motivator to keep them going constantly on this so that this becomes a habit and a lifestyle, not just a boot camp they do for a short bit to, you know, muscle through and then they go back to their old ways either. Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.